Well, good morning, Impact family. Good we morning. are here. Yeah, we are here in the new facility, and we are excited that next Sunday we get to gather right here in this room and worship. Yes. Uh, we've been walking through all of the kids' classes and flooring going down and all of the toys that are coming out and all of this stuff is so exciting that we get to join together so in just exciting. seven days and worship together in this building. It's going to be amazing. And uh, we wanted to take this last Sunday that we are gathering here online and just share a word that God put on our heart and just kind of tag team this thing uh, because this is our last Sunday before we move into the new facility. Before we do that, I know, before we do that, it seems a little surreal, honestly, uh, that we're sitting in here and that this is actually happening. So we hope you're excited. We're pumped up. We know it's going to be awesome. Uh, but wanted to just announce a couple of things, remind you of a couple of things before we get into the message today. The first thing is Serve Day 2021 is coming up on Saturday, July the 10th. So that's this coming Saturday. Best day of the year. Yes, it's going to be awesome. We're going to be on multiple teams all across our community and city. And, and we're going to be doing some amazing things, being the hands and feet of Jesus and just yeah. loving on people on that day. And so we're going to be in organizations mowing lawns, doing all kinds of stuff. So what you need to do is you need to go on the Church Center app and you need to register for the team that you want to be a part of. And so uh, spots are filling up for those teams. And so I would encourage you to get on, get online, get on the app right now even, and get signed up for the team that you want to be on so that you can join us 8 a.m. right here in the parking lot. Uh, we're going to join together and get your t-shirt, all of those things. And then we're going to split up and serve on, on teams and, and just love on our community for about four hours on yes. Saturday morning. So we want you to be here. It's going to be amazing. Bring your kids. Let your kids serve. Our kids are going to be here. Let your kids serve with you. Uh, it's a great example to set for them. But we are so excited about Serve Day 2021 this coming Saturday. Yeah, and then following the next day, never would have thought it would have ended up this way. No. <laughs> but here we are, serve day, following serve day, July 11th, our first service in our new building, and we could not be more thrilled, just as Pastor Gabe said. We will be changing service times, 9 a.m. and 11 10.45. I'm going to try to push us to 11. <laughs> Not 11. 10.45. 9 a.m. and 10.45. Yeah. We will have iKid services at both services now. First and second service, iKid service will be available. We are so thankful for all those that have stepped up to yeah. help lead these kids, love on these kids, and pour into them. So join us July 11th right here at our new facility. Yeah. You're going to love it. Your kids are going to love it. It's going to be awesome. Nine o'clock or 1045. We can't wait to see you here next Sunday. So we're going to jump right into uh, this message today that we have simply titled Faithful in the Funky. Faithful in the Funky. And I know you're thinking right now, what in the world are we about to hear? And what are we about to listen to? I don't know what, what is happening right now. But uh, I know that for us, we have had seasons and times where it has just been like you just feel like you're in a funk. Yeah. Uh, there have been funky seasons where it's it's like, how did we get here? What is going on? Somebody yeah. asks you, come on, you've had somebody ask you, do you like, are you okay? And your response is, I really, I really don't know if I'm okay. I just feel like I'm in a funk. And I would I would venture to bet that many of you watching online, you might even be in that season right now. You've either been there before. Uh, there's probably one coming in the future, or you may even be there. Maybe many people that right now you're in the middle of what would you would call a funky season. You just don't know up from down, and and 
and, and it's just a difficult season for you. Yeah. And uh, it just, sometimes things just seem off. Sometimes life just feels tough. Um, we just don't feel like it. Come on, anybody just ever not felt like it? You just been hey. in a season. You just, I just <laughs> don't, I don't feel like it. Yeah. And uh, what we've experienced last year, we were thinking about this as we were preparing in 2020 with the pandemic and COVID mm-hmm. and, and uh, all the different things that came along with that. And even into the beginning of this year in 2021, uh, man, it's just, there has been just incredible opportunity. I would put it that way for many people to feel like they're just in a funk. You know, it, like we were in a season and it was a difficult season. And even the beginning of this year, like, is it going to get better? Is it not going to get better? Or, you know, are we ever going to move past this? And then once we, it feels like we're starting to move past this, then there's anxiety and there's worry and there's fear and there's all of these things, you know, that you didn't even expect. It's like, I thought when we got out of this, that I would feel better and that my family would be doing better. And, and you just find yourself in this difficult season right now. And one thing that I was thinking about is, is this question. Have you ever noticed that when you just feel funky, you have a tendency to slide back into bad habits and even, even your old sinful nature sometimes? You know, you get in a, a funky season and, you know, some of the things I was thinking about is you begin to pursue old things that used to make you feel good, right? Mm-hmm. And you'd been living for the Lord and then you get in this season in this, in this difficult situation or just you don't even really understand what's going on or why you feel this way and you start to slide back into some of those things or you slip into laziness or you form bad habits or you go back to bad habits. Uh, some of us, we, we start to seek God less and less because we just don't feel like it. It's difficult and we don't feel like it and we just want to talk to you for just a few moments about how the importance of and how we can remain faithful even in the funky seasons because we're all going to experience them. Yeah. We're going to go through life and and sometimes it's going to be we're going to feel like we're on top of the world and life is going great and then other times, you know, we're going to look around and think, "Man, how did we get here? What is going on? I don't even really understand why I'm feeling this way." And I really like uh, what Paul tells us in Romans chapter 7. In verses 21 through 23, he says, I have discovered this principle of life, that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's law with all my heart, but there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. And Paul, he says this, that there is another power within us that is at war with our minds. And I know you can probably relate to that. You felt like there has been a war going on in your mind. And we want to talk about this for just a moment because this is why when, when we're in a funk in life, it's a battle to do the right thing. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's a battle to, to, to know what is the right thing to do or to do the thing that you know is best for you, even though like in this moment, I just don't quite feel like it. So we want to take a few moments and just kind of just kind of speak practically and share some scripture with you to try to help us through maybe Uh, If you're going through a funky season or you've been in one before, maybe there's one coming in the future. We just want to be able to help you with that the best that we can. So, yeah. And I encourage you. I know it's a little different. Maybe you're sitting in your own home. I'm not sure where you are or what you're watching from, but I would encourage you to take notes and, and not because what we're sharing today is the fix all, but because like as Pastor Gabe already said, it may not be for right at this moment, but there will come a time we all face moments of, of just feeling funky and not feeling like being faithful. And so yeah. today, the first point we want to hit on is to stop wandering in the wilderness and occupy the land. 
Stop wandering in the wilderness and occupy the land. I believe that there are times when God allows us to be in the wilderness. Um, just as Pastor Gabe talked about that last week about the Israelites in the wilderness. And there's times when we're allowed to be there. But there are also times when God allows us to occupy the land. And I think that a lot of times emotionally, mentally, we can keep ourselves in the wilderness yeah. season. Um, maybe it's with... Um, well, what is it that you feel God is calling you to occupy? It's different for each one of us. It looks different. We're all called to different things. But what is it that is he calling you to occupy? Maybe it's a new career and it's nerve wracking. You don't want to make the change. It's comfortable <laughs> to keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. But you know that you know there's something inside of you that keeps just tugging at you. That's Holy Spirit. More than likely, that's Holy Spirit tugging and saying, occupy this, make the change. Um, and we know that God leads us. His word says that every good and perfect gift comes from him. It doesn't always mean it's going to be easy, but he's calling us to something greater. Yeah. Um, maybe he, God sees an amazing marriage for you, not something that's just problem free, but an amazing marriage for you between you and your spouse. But you haven't stepped into it because you're wandering in a wilderness place, caught blaming just unforgiveness in your heart. Yeah. And it's keeping you from occupying that. It's keeping you from maybe um, right. walking and it's, in that. And it's just not a, it's not a wilderness, you know, where there's some wilderness seasons that God allows to develop character and things like that. But maybe for some of us, we're walking in a wilderness. We're just wandering in this wilderness season that God doesn't intend for us to be in. And, uh, and, and I believe that, that, that God's wanting to bring us out of that. That's so good. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Yeah. And even, even like what we were talking about with the Israelites, a lot of it, they're grumbling and complaining. I, I started reading a book, um, by Max Licato and it was about the winning about our attitudes. And he shared the story about this little boy that his, his mom had told him to sit down, sit down. And he finally obeyed, finally went and sat, but he told his mom, he said, I'm sitting on the outside, but on the inside, I'm standing up. And how often that can be us right? with a bad attitude. And we're like, mm, I'm kind of doing what I'm told to do, but I'm really not. And, and not always, this is not always the case. Maybe you feel like you're, I'm trying to do everything I know to do to get myself out of this wilderness season. And it's just not working. Um, but I want to encourage you. This is where, where we really felt like the Lord just kept saying, mm. keep being faithful. Yeah. Even when you don't understand it, even when you don't get it and you don't even really know why you're feeling the way you're feeling, that we can still remain faithful. Yeah. There's a word, it's, it's grit. And it means firmness of mind and spirit, unyielding courage in the face of hardship or danger. Um, grit is passion and perseverance for the long-term goal. And I just, I really believe that today there's many of us that need to grab a hold of that grit that I'm deciding in my mind, I'm, I'm gonna continue to be faithful even though I might feel hopeless. I'm gonna continue to be faithful and occupy yeah. my marriage, occupy my, my parenting today, occupy this calling that God has for me. It doesn't mean we'll do it perfectly, but that we give it our all and we continue being faithful even when we feel funky. Yeah, that's so good. And God told Joshua, this in reference to what he had prepared for his people. And this is in Joshua chapter one, verse three. And, and I love what God says to Joshua. He says, I promised you what I promised Moses, wherever you set your foot, mm. you will be on land I have given you. In other words, everywhere that you go, I've given you that. That is for you to occupy. Yes. And so you just need to step into it 
walk into it, take ownership of it, uh, be obedient in what it is that God's calling you to step out and do and, and, and get out of this place of just kind of wandering in this wilderness place that God has not designed for you, that God does not want for your life because he has so much greater for you. And yeah. so it's time for us to step into what God has promised us. So good. And uh, these, you know, God had promised his people this land and they just needed to step into it. And I was thinking, you know, they had to overcome fear. Mm -hmm. They had to have this unyielding courage that you were talking about just a minute ago in this word grit. And, uh, and it was in the face of danger, knowing that faithfulness to God, listen, knowing that faithfulness to God was better than continuing to wander in the wilderness. Yeah. Come on. Some of us just need to need to step into that, that, you know what? Faithfulness, even though I don't feel like it, even though it's difficult right now, even though I'm in this place and I don't really understand why mm -hmm. I'm in this place emotionally or physically or whatever the case may be, that faithfulness to God, even in that, even in that season, is so much better than continuing to wander around in this wilderness, whatever the wilderness is for you. And so, uh, man, we just feel like it's it's time to stop wandering in the wilderness and occupy the land. And so now we're going to get into point number two. So, and right before we do, I just really feel like there's someone watching, and you just you keep saying maybe you're on the other side, and you heard me mention the word grit, mm. and you just say, I don't have grit. I've got no grit left. I had it. I lost it. Listen, here's the thing with God, you have grit because he lives within you. You have grit. It's wow. choosing to cling to him and he will help you find that grit to keep holding on, to keep being faithful. So you find that grit because I know maybe some of you are saying that word is not even in the Bible. If we look at the definition, firmness of mind and spirit, unyielding courage in the face of hardship or danger, I could sure find you some synonyms that mean the same thing. So grit <laughs> may not be in the Bible, but I can assure you with God, we have grit. You have grit today. Mm. But point number two, it's choosing to be present over being perfect. Yeah. Choosing to be present over being perfect. We did a grow group over this at one time. It's one of the best grow groups I've, I've ever been in. Um, but I think that many times in the middle of the funk, we can feel discouraged because life just isn't going the way that we expected. Um, maybe you say, I'm not expecting perfection, but I'm expecting better than this. And, and I think that sometimes we can have expectations for perfection and we don't even realize it. Expectations of perfection from ourselves, yeah. from life. Um, but a lot of times it tends to be messy, but the reality is no one's perfect. Life isn't perfect. And, um, but Romans three twenty three and that, um, the New Living Translation, I guess this is, yeah. for everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Ecclesiastes 7.20, not a single person on earth is always good and never sins. Now, please hear our heart. This isn't saying you've got a license to go sin. Well, see, <laughs> no one's perfect. So maybe someone's been speaking into your life about what's going on and or maybe something you've been doing and you've been feeling convicted this isn't a license to, to just feel better about the wrong that you may be choosing. You can choose to go another way. Yeah, and and really, if I can speak to that for just a moment, yeah. really it's a it's a license to lean into God. Yes. Because we've all sinned and we fall short of the glory of God. And, yeah. and there's not one single person who is perfect and has never sinned. And for that reason, we need a Savior. Yeah, that's We right. need to place our faith and our hope and our trust in Jesus because on our own, we can't do it, mm -mm. you know? And so, so like, like Amanda was saying, it's not a license to say, well, you know, 
I'm just not perfect. I'm never going to be perfect. This is just what you get. No, it's just, it's an opportunity to say, you know what, because I'm not perfect, in order for me to be present, I'm never going to be perfect, but I can lean into God in this area of my life. I can lean into God in this season of my life and I can be present even though I may not be perfect, right? Yeah, that's right. And we serve a perfect God. We live um, to glorify a perfect God, even though we're not perfect. But I think that a lot of times we have to make up our minds that even though we'll never be perfect, we are still going to be present. Um, I know for me, it's easy. I had an appointment this week and and I, I told him after the appointment, I said, I I feel like I showed up, but then mentally I wasn't there. I was already moving on to the next thing. Um, With my kids sometimes, like (laughs) you walk away and you're like, what did they even say? Um, Because it's easy to, to not really be intentional and be present. And here's the thing. We don't get to choose everything that happens in life to us. Um, yes, we get to make our own decisions, but we'll never be perfect here on this side of heaven. But we do get to choose to be present. And you can choose, I can choose, he can choose. We all get to choose to be present, be present where we're at, giving it our all mentally, emotionally, um, spiritually, you know, that we are present, present in our marriage, present with our kids, um, present in our friendships, whatever it may be. And um, I would encourage you today, if you're waiting for the funk to end, to be present, you're going to be waiting a long time. I mean, I I think that there's there's a reason our, our relationships will, will just suffer in the meantime if we wait for the funk to just leave, um, yeah. to, to just choose to be present. Even our relationship with the Lord. Yeah. You know, if we're waiting to feel like it, yeah. if we're waiting for our emotions to, to lead us in that direction, we just can't be led by our emotions. That's right. We have to, we have to fight to be present in our relationship with each other, mm-hmm. our relationship with our families, our relationship uh, with friends and our relationship with God and say, you know what? I want to be present in this moment in my relationship with God. And I know that he's walking me through this and that we're going to get through this. And, and, and I may never be perfect on this side of heaven, but I'm going to be present that's right. and I'm going to seek the Lord. And, and that's the best thing that you can do in the middle of a weird season, mm-hmm. you know, in the middle of, of, of feeling emotionally just just drained or or funky. I mean, just, you know, we keep using that word because that's part of the title of the message, but really (laughs) we couldn't think of a better word to describe it because many times we just feel like, man, this is just a weird time in my life. And so, uh, I want to go on to the next thing. And, and point number three is simply this, something to remember is to focus on God's power instead of your problems, Hmm. focus on God's power instead of your problems. And I want to read to you, this is John chapter two, starting in verse one. It says, the next day there was a wedding celebration in the village of Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the celebration. The wine simply ran out during the festivity, so Jesus' mother told him, they have no more wine. Mm-hmm. Dear woman, that's not our problem, Jesus replied. My time has not yet come. But, her, but his mother told the servants, do whatever he tells you. Stand near, standing nearby were six stone water jars used for Jewish ceremonial washing. Each could hold 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus told the servants, fill the jars with water. When the jars had been filled, he said, now dip some out and take it to the master of ceremonies. So the servants followed his instructions. Um, I want to stop there because I want to, we just want to point out just a couple of things uh, that stood out to us as you read this, just these eight verses in this story and what's going on. Uh, the first thing, these people at this wedding, they had a problem. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but there are times when we have a problem. Yeah. 
right? There's something that comes up. There's something that happens that was unexpected. I mean, my guess would be that you might even be in the middle of a problem <laughs> right now. There's something you're trying to figure out how are we going to handle this problem or this issue? And too often we let our problems drive us away from God instead yes. of to God. Yeah. And so we're going to experience problems and we're going to experience mm-hmm. issues. But too, too often we allow our problems to drive us away from God instead yeah. of pulling us closer to God and allowing and, and helping us to lean in. And for many of us, we allow our funkiness to drive us away mm-hmm. from God instead of to Him. We, we feel like we're in this weird season. And so instead of leaning in and pressing into God and drawing closer to God and Him drawing closer to us, we begin to pull away. Yeah. We begin to disconnect. We stop reading the Word. We, we stop being in fellowship with people. We, we pull away from all these things and it causes the opposite to happen as to what we actually need to happen. And Mark Batterson, I love this because he writes about how we need to stop talking as much to God about our problems and start talking to our problems about our God. And it's all about focus. It's focusing on God's power. You know what? God is able. Anything is possible with God and God can come through. God is able. God is willing. And so I'm going to place my hope and my faith and my trust in God. And I'm going to focus my attention on God and my relationship with God and take my eyes off of just being so focused on my problem. Yeah, And that quote is from our Jar the Circle book that we're working through um, devotional as a church. It's been phenomenal. I have read it multiple times, but right now yeah. it's like it's meeting me in a different way. And it's not the, it's not the magic of this book. It's, it's the power of truth um, that, that God is just using to speak to me, right to me. But this has been one of my favorite stories. I highly recommend that you go back and read it from John to what um, Pastor Gabe just read. But what, what, one of the things that really stuck out to me as I was reading this lately was when Mary heard about the problem, she went to Jesus because she knew who he was and she didn't go looking for a cure, but she went looking for the creator. And I think that a lot of times we find ourselves feeling funky and we go searching for a cure. Where's the cure? I need a nap. And sometimes, let's be honest, (laughs) the most spiritual thing we can do is take a nap. Sometimes you do need a nap. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I, I think that a lot of times we're looking for vacation to fill the weariness and yeah. vacation's a great thing. We're going to be taking a vacation at the end of the summer. Um, it's good. You need a vacation and, and I'm not speaking ill of that, but I think that we go looking to those things. Maybe it's, if I, if I would go on vacation, it would fix the funk. If we could just get through whatever. I mean, we just had our ceiling, a part fill of our the ceiling blank, you know? mess up. If we could just get through that, I'll quit feeling funky. You know, if, if my husband would just quit doing X, Y, Z, or my wife would quit doing X, Y, Z, or maybe my dad, if he'd quit, or if this sickness would go away, I'd quit feeling funky. And here's the thing, even in the midst of funkiness, we serve a faithful God. And we have got to learn. Um, I need to learn. Um, As I say this, I know that um, Holy Spirit just kept saying it again to me. We speak these words as he speaks to us. It's go to the creator. Stop looking for a cure. Um, Recently, I was walking through a season where I did. I just felt this. I felt this funkiness and I was looking and I'm like, am I doing the wrong things? Is it God, are you wanting me to make a shift? And, And I think the biggest thing that he just kept telling me was keep being faithful keep being faithful it's intimacy with the lord that is the it's the cure that's so good it's the solution it's going to the creator not looking for a cure in this world yeah instead of instead of looking for things or or trips or other people to really be the ultimate solution and and god can use 
other people and he can use rest and he can use yeah. all of those things. But ultimately it's when we go to him and we have intimacy with him that he leads us through it and he comforts us through it yeah. and he helps us through it rather than us trying to figure out how we can fix it on our own. Yeah. So that's, and, that's so good. And instead of relying on that next right thing we can do, sometimes there is a next right thing and we can't just sit around saying, well, God, you're going to fix it at some point. Well, God, there are right things, right steps that we're called to take. But I know for myself, I can get so fixated on, well, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And sometimes it, most of the time it's about going back to him and resting and being in his presence and focusing on the intimate relationship with mm -hmm. him and not on what we can do instead of running around and looking for that new job to make you feel less funky that, you know, next step to make you feel less funky. It's going to a faithful God that, that he's going to be the cure. I kept getting this visual about an anchor. And, and I think that in this world, we're always tying ourselves to an anchor. And, but I kept, I kept seeing this anchor and, um, I don't know about you, but if we're not pursuing God, we're tying ourselves to an anchor of this world. Um, and, and what an anchor does when not used properly is it does what? It pulls us down. Yeah. And, and I think that many of us, even as Christ followers, not even trying to right now, myself included, <laughs> I'm tying myself to things of this world momentarily hoping, well, maybe this will make me feel better. And it just makes me, it just pulls me under. Yeah. Um, but when we tie ourselves to the Lord, when we go to him, spend time with him, even when we feel like, well, I'm not getting anything out of the word right now. His word says that it does not return void. And his word also says in Hebrews that hope is an anchor for our soul. When we're anchored to the Lord, when we go back to the Lord, when we need wisdom, when we go back to the Lord, when we need help, when we go back to the Lord for mm. each and everything, that anchor then becomes something that steadies us. It says in God's word, it says that he is steadfast and he will be, help us be steadfast as we anchor ourselves to him. Not something else to help us feel better because that's only momentary. It's yeah. not permanent. It's not forever helpful like God is. Mm. So good. Um, we also see in this story something that's interesting is we see obedience in this story. Yeah. And uh, in the middle of these instructions that don't make any sense, right? And I was thinking about this, that Jesus says, hey, go fill those waters. He tells the servants, go fill the waters or go fill the jars with water. And they've got to be thinking, why are we, why are we filling the jars water. with water? You know, like we need the wine. We don't need the water. And, yeah. and, and Jesus' mom had said, hey, just do whatever he tells you to do. And so we see this, Jesus gives an instruction and these servants, they... There's some obedience there. And I was thinking about this, that when Jesus spoke into a situation that looked like a problem and there was obedience to what he said, that's when something changed. Mm -hmm. That's when a miracle happened. It's when Jesus said, hey, if you'll do this and there was obedience that followed, then, then a miracle took place. Mm -hmm. A miracle took place. And I believe it's the, same, it's, it's the same in our own lives. Now, I'm not saying that this is a foolproof plan for you to get out of the place that you felt like you've been in even for a, a good while. But I am saying that obedience to Jesus always makes a difference. Yeah. That if you're leaning into him, 
you're allowing him to to instruct you you're in his word you know you know who he is and what he says about you and who you are in him and you're being obedient and faithful to what it is he's calling you to do then then that always makes a difference yeah and just like in this story that's when that's when something changed and what's interesting is it didn't seem like the right place for a miracle <laughs> right we would think well miracles happen if you have like a miracle Sunday at church on a Sunday morning or a Sunday night or some special service. And what's interesting is this was a wedding. This was not a church service, right? Jesus was giving instructions at a wedding and there was obedience and there was miracle that took place right there. And, and what's amazing is wherever Jesus is, come on, you have the, the spirit of God living on the inside of Man, you. That's right. And miracles can break out anywhere. Yeah. Lives can change anywhere. Things can happen in your life anywhere. Breakthrough can happen anywhere that you are whenever you lean into God. Come on, lean into God in this season, especially if you're right in the middle of it right now. Lean into Him and allow Him to guide you and lead mm-hmm. you and be obedient. Be faithful even when you don't feel like it, That's even right. when it doesn't make sense. Be faithful. I think that it's hard um, when that being faithful Um, I looked it up this week, even that perseverance um, or the word persevere is actually in the Bible over 20 times. And I think I believe personally, in my opinion, I think one of the reasons for that is because he knew there would be a lot of times we wouldn't feel like being faithful. I mean, if we always felt like being faithful, who needs perseverance? If my marriage was always going good, who needs perseverance to keep being faithful? If, If life was always perfect, who needs perseverance? But we need perseverance. Some of God's great greatest blessings in our life are in places and seasons that are unexpected. And my, I have a couple of questions just to ask, are you more focused on your funkiness or on God's truth? Are you more focused on the problems or on God's power? Have you been looking for a cure or have you been going to the creator? Um, you know, I, something that just, um, it hit me this last week. Um, I really believe that there are so many that are, are feeling weary. And, and, you know, there was a message a few years ago and it, it was called Don't Stop on Six. And it was about the walls of Jericho being circled. And had they stopped on six, they would have missed the miracle of watching the walls fall. Yeah. And maybe today you say, well, guess what? I've circled way more than six. I've been circling my marriage for 15 years and nothing's changed. I've been, I've been praying for X, Y, my healing and nothing's changed. I've been believing for whatever. I've circled 60 times. I've circled 30 times. It doesn't matter, but I want to challenge you today to keep circling. I was sharing with Gabriel in Matthew 11, um, 28 through 30. This was pointed out in, in our, in the girl group I've been going through, um, with, with some ladies this semester, but the, the scripture that says, come to me, all you who are weary, heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You know, it's the one time I, and I could be wrong, but from the studying that I did, it's the one time in scripture where Jesus didn't just say, come follow me. He said, come to me. So I want to encourage you today, instead of just looking for the next thing, right thing to do, maybe if you're that person that says, I'm weary, I'm worn out, I've, I've tried to be faithful. I'm, I've felt funky for so long and I don't even know how to feel better because I've tried everything. Come to him, just come to him with no expectation, but come to your father and lay before him what you're feeling what's on your mind, what's in your heart. So good. And allow him to help you today because he will. He will meet you right where you're at. Mm. 
And so we just want to, I guess, really close in this way and just encourage you. Two statements is, number one, just because you feel funky doesn't mean you have to be funky. That's right. And I know that sounds kind of weird and funny, (laughs) but just because that's the season that you find yourself in doesn't mean that you have to sit down. That's right. In that place. Yeah. That you have, it doesn't mean that you have to stay in that place. The other thing. Like you soak in a bath. Stop soaking in our funkiness, you know, don't soak in it. So good. Just because you feel funky doesn't mean that you can't be faithful. Uh, we serve a faithful God. Amen. And and we believe that even in the middle of, of difficult seasons, that we can remain faithful. That's right. That we can still remain faithful and leaning in to Him. And you don't have to be led by your emotions because emotions and, and these seasons that we go through, they're very fickle. Yeah. And so yeah. we have to lead our emotions. We have to say, you know what? I'm going to serve God no matter what. I'm going to lean into God no matter what. I want intimacy with Him. And so... In your funky season, stop wondering and step into what God has promised you. Choose to be present in your relationships. Mm -hmm. Don't go looking for a cure or a fix, but go to the Creator. And above all else, if there was anything that we could tell you, um, that would be the most important thing. It would be to lean into Jesus. Intimacy with Him. Intimacy with your Mm -hmm. Heavenly Father um, so that He can guide you through. He can lead you through. He can love on you. He can comfort you. He's the only one who can really ultimately, at the deepest level, do all of those things. Yeah. And I want to encourage you. Here's the thing. We know that a lot of you, you're great about being faithful. I mean, we have just walked through almost five years of being a church that's set up and tear down. That's not easy. Um, Mm. It hasn't always felt exciting. Uh, A lot of times it's been hard. I mean, it's it's required a lot of sweat and tears and broken things, um, just setting up and tearing down. But I want to encourage you, just as many of you have helped the church reach this season, we're in an exciting season, but just you've helped us being faithful in that, whatever it is in your life, you can be faithful the same. And maybe you say, well, I didn't play a part in that. I know that you still serve a faithful God that can help you be faithful even when you feel funky. And that's really what we want to encourage you today. We all have moments. We all have seasons sometimes that it feels like it's never going to end. And and funky felt like the appropriate word because sometimes we just don't really know. We can't really pinpoint what's wrong exactly. There really shouldn't be anything wrong. I mean, that's what I was telling him lately. I really shouldn't. I I don't know what's wrong with me. Because I just kept feeling funky. But as we keep being faithful and leaning in, resting in Him, in our relationship with Him, learning to just lean into our love for Him and being loved by God, things change. They have to change. Going to the Creator and stop looking to this world for a cure. Yeah. Will you will you dismiss us in in prayer? Absolutely, in prayer? absolutely. We love you guys so much, and and I'm going to pray for us. God, we just thank you for who you are. God, we thank you, Lord, that even when those that may feel weary and worn out right now, God, that you are still so faithful. God, we don't say that some are looking for the cure. I've even found myself in moment looking for the cure, the next right thing to fix it. And all you're saying is, come to me. You just want us to come to you. God, I pray, Lord, that you help us as your daughters and your sons to to fix our eyes on you and not our problems. God, to fix our mind on your truth 
and not on how we may feel or what we may think or even what we may see. God, I thank you for who you are, that you are faithful and you are perfect and you will help us to be present even though we can't be perfect. God, that we will give it our all and we will keep being faithful and we will not stop. We will not stop believing. We will not stop praying. We will not stop Mm. seeking you even in the funkiness. God, we thank you, Lord, that we will persevere. You will give your sons and daughters strength to persevere today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We love you guys. Come on, next Sunday, right here in this building, we're going to gather together. Come on, give us some praise hands. Give us some hearts, something on there as we end this service. We love you guys. We cannot wait to see you for Serve Day on Saturday. And then next Sunday, right here, 9 o'clock or 1045. (laughs) We love you. God bless you.